the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Good morning. He's on Thursdays 6 to 7. I say 6 because they've got a large contingent of snakes who are fans. Um, mortgage expert. My, my, my. Oh, my, my, my. Is it a big deal going from 4% to 5% in a year on mortgage rates? Is it a big deal going from 4% to 5% on interest rates? It's always a good question. Today we have a Fed meeting, and we're thinking, hey, is the Fed going to do anything? Or are they going to wait till December? Or are they going to wait till 2019? That's probably the number one thing the market's now worried about. Market didn't give a poo diddy. Am I allowed to say poo diddy? Kind of a bastardization of what I want to say, but it's, it is what it is. Market did not give a poo ditty about the elections. In fact, I think the market has just set a record for the number of 100-point moves consecutively. I think it's at 13. So a lot of volatility is coming. Some of it down, some of it up. Day before the election, day of the election, day after the election. woohoo! We went higher. Now we're going to start doing what we're going to do. Look at earnings and look at the Federal Reserve and interest rates and how that changes things. Your life becomes more difficult when there's stress is added to it. The market becomes more difficult when there's stress is added to it. Whether you give birth to it, well, I guess, whether you have a child or give birth to a child, it becomes more difficult. It's more stressful. You start thinking about things. There's little mistaking right now that the stock market has viewed the midterm election results in a positive light. Kind of like gridlock, I guess, for now. But Mr. Market or Mrs. Market is incredibly moody and will change their mind. A split Congress won't be able to undermine the existing market-friendly policies and conditions right now. Jobs. We have jobs. When we have jobs, we also have higher real estate, typically, because people want to live close to work. And when people have jobs, they want to come home and make love sweet love to their spouse. And sometimes a baby comes out. And if they don't want babies because they're afraid of babies or changing their bodies or their financial commitments, they get a puppy. And it's another thing that we have to deal with, and it helps the economy. Babies and puppies are not cheap. Cats, they're pretty cheap, though. I've invented a brand new cat blender. It's going to go on sale this, this holiday season. Say what? It's nineteen ninety nine. It's from Ronco. It's a massive amount of funds. Cat's not that expensive. Unless, of course, you're the fool who gets them uh, cancer treatments and they die a month later. <laughs> $5,000 down the toilet. Oh, Tony Mendez. Tony Mendez and his cat. Some disappointing guidance out of Wynn Resorts. Are we not gambling? That's an interesting thought, right? You look at the millennials and you go, man, the millennials. There's now signs on the road. There's, there's billboards. They're like, millennials are lazy. Let's prove them wrong and retire. I'm like, what? We get into that mindset. Maybe millennials don't like gambling. I know I gambled a lot more when I was between the 18 and 35. Whether I had to go to firehouse casinos on the East Coast or Atlantic City or, you know, an odd trip to Vegas. And you get over 35 and you're like, yeah, not that interesting. So that's why we pay attention to millennials. They do things like gamble. 
Or don't they? This pointing guidance at a Win Resort Square, Perigo, Qualcomm. Qualcomm's lost a lot of business too from Apple and some weakness in China. So there's some temperament, some tempering going on in the world as far as guidance goes. Um, Jess Sessions out of a job. You know, we do the first time unemployment claims on Thursday and we do the employment report on the first Friday of every month. Our attorney general is going to be looking for a job. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. You're fired. He actually resigned, but he was probably going to be fired, right? What a great position. He could be uh, president of the United States, and you're getting investigated, and you could just say, eh, I don't want that investigation to go on anymore. I'm going to fire the guy who's, who's kind of recused himself. I wish I could do that. You know, I, I would litter every day if I could recuse, my, uh, if I could fire my attorney general. I know you're saying, do you like littering? I do like littering. So it's a little bit of reorientation right now to the cabinet. A lot of focus on the Federal Open Market Committee. That's going to be announced today at 11 a.m. What does the Fed do? What do they not do? Policy directive from the FOMC is apt to keep expectations for a December rate hike intact. The Fed is not doing a conference call like uh, or a press meeting like they do after some meetings. So they're not going to do anything. But they'll, they'll issue a two-page statement that says something along the lines of the market is heating up and causing inflation. Or maybe it'll say, we feel the market is cooling down and there is not a expectation of inflation. Or maybe it'll say something like, due to the trade war, a lot of CEOs are not hiring right now. Or maybe they're saying, um, the economy is so good, they're hiring right now. We don't know what they're going to say, but they're going to give some indication and we will read every single word. So if they say likely to raise rates in the future, if they say we're going to gauge it on data, if they're going to say, you know, we're at a good point at this point in time, we're going to, it'll change the market today. So there's nothing going on. There's nothing going on till 11 o'clock this morning. Latest jobless claims report is supportive of a rate hike bias. It's so interesting to me. And I know it's not interesting to you, but we have jobs right now. And if, if I can send you away today with one simple thing, we have jobs. And because we have jobs, we have an economy that's, that's A-OK. And you can get into the minutia of trade wars with China and presidents and inflation. But as long as we have jobs, there's something going on. There's a pulse. There's blood. Initial claims have been under 300,000 for 192 straight weeks. I remember when I got into this industry, it was uncommon to see um, first-time unemployment claims at 225,000 or 250,000 or 300,000. Any number under 350 or 400,000 was considered good. We have 192 straight weeks of good. You know what we have in the last 192 weeks? An up market. It's all about the jobs. I, 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 I could have been a magician, but I give away the secrets. I, I, I can't misdirect you. It's all about the jobs. Big seminar coming up in San Jose on November 17th. You can learn more about it. It's a Saturday event. Two events, one for wealthy people, one for people creating wealth. Sign up at Rob Black Show. Use the code RADIO25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. And streaming live on the KDOW radio app or KDOW.biz. And don't forget the weeknight replay at 7. Hello, governor. British people and your British accents don't make you better than Americans. Just throwing that down there. And And just because you can do an American accent better than Americans can do British accents doesn't make you a good actor. Just throwing that out there. Got to play. Got to play it for the truth, you know? Walmart is doing Black Friday the earliest ever. We are now in the holiday season, and this is a big one. This is a big part of our economy. November through the end of December. It's the Super Bowl of retail. Are you ready, Skedaddy? Woo! 
Oh, by the way, Fortnite is releasing some new NFL uniforms tomorrow for skins in their game. 10 to 15 bucks. Do you remember the day in the age where the NFL would protect their image so much that they didn't let the players give each other high fives in the end zone? The fun bunch got banned. Now the NFL's like, screw it, we want money. You want to put a skin on a character in a game that blows people's heads off with shotguns? Cool. Just give us our cut. So Fortnite has pulled in over a billion plus dollars this year. Red Dead Redemption 2 has pulled in over a billion dollars this year. There's things in our economy that are working. And should you take a look at Take-Two? Yeah. Take-Two has just sold off. You know why? Because Red Dead Redemption 3 is probably years away. But you know what's not? Grand Theft Auto 5. Or 6. I guess it's 6. Which was probably the, the greatest company. It taught me an amazing lesson. You remember when Grand Theft Auto was out in stores? They had to put uh, stickers on it that, like, this is this is rated mature because Tipper Gore freaked out. I know you're saying Tipper Gore. Didn't Al Gore divorce her years ago when he became famous and made a lot of money? Yeah, that's right. But when he was a politician, Tipper Gore would get out in media and talk about things like Grand Theft Auto. Grand Theft Auto was a game that I never played because I wasn't a console guy. I was always a PC guy, and it, wasn't, it didn't come to PC till late. But it was an amazing game in the sense that it was incredibly violent. You, sh- you killed cops in it, I think. You definitely ran over pedestrians and committed crimes. And to get your health, your power up, you know what a power up is, right? You know, when Pac-Man goes and gets that little thing in the corner, like, and he goes, womp, 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 and he can eat ghosts, a power up. To get your power up in Grand Theft Auto, you had to have sex with prostitutes. <laughs> That's awesome! In the sense that Tipper Gore gets all upset, and she goes, this is not appropriate behavior, and the kids want it even more! It's like the best publicity you could possibly have is a politician saying, kids shouldn't, kid, this is ruining kids' minds. It's like Elvis. When Elvis was on the Ed Sullivan show and he, he did his hips, they had to shoot him from the top up. He became known as Elvis the Pelvis. Now, a lot of people don't know about Elvis's brother who didn't have as good of PR. He had a brother named Enos. Guess what his nickname was? Enos. Enos. It was just Enos. But Elvis the Pelvis? Uh-huh. It sold. It, it made him even more famous. It made him infamous. So Grand Theft Auto Five or Six, the next one's going to come out eventually, right? The last one was shot, not shot, and that's the best part about it. It looks like it was shot in L.A. Red Dead Redemption 2 looks like it was shot in Montana. You're playing a cowboy. It's not shot. It's, it's, it's all rendered, right? And that's where companies like NVIDIA and AMD come in, if you're with me or against me. So it's Black Friday shopping holiday season, Walmart, which is awesome. Someone just did a mashup recently, just making fun of Trump, where Trump said, you know, we're being invaded. And they basically showed video footage on the news of Walmart being invaded uh, during Black Friday when they opened the doors and everyone rushes in. So they took the Trump invasion of the immigrants coming as a caravan up from South America, or Latin America is probably the right way of saying that, right? Um, and they just they imposed footage of Walmart being invaded and saying, yeah, it's kind of like that. And I thought that was cute. So Black Friday viewed as the Super Bowl of retail. Boom, 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 boom. And speaking of Super Bowls, the NFL, Fortnite, jerseys, right? My kids will pay 10 to $15 to have a character in a game wear a 49ers uniform. And then the other kid will go, eh, I want to be a Green Bay Packer. I was listening to them talk to some kid while they were playing last night. And the, kid, the kid's in Ohio. So my kids are talking to other kids in Ohio. They don't have real friends. They have virtual friends, right? This kid's like, hey, do you like do you like the NFL? I like the Cincinnati Bengals. I'm like, and I'm feeding funny lines to my kid. You mean the Bungles? They never win anything. So my kid would go, you mean the Bungles? 
So I'm, I'm, te- I'm teaching my kid to taunt other kids, and it's not very nice of me, but it is what it is, right? So they'll probably pay 10 to $15. That kid's going to pay 10 to $15 for a Fortnite Cincinnati Bengals jersey, even though they're the Bungles, right? Pringles sold out in 41 minutes their Thanksgiving turkey uh, stuffing. 41 minutes they sold out. And you're like, doesn't Pringle make potato chips? Uh-huh. <laughs> So Walmart, this is the Super Bowl of retail. We really, really, really love Black Friday. I love Black Friday. You know what I'm buying on Black Friday? Most of my electronics for the year. So I've bought a second home, and I've got a couple TVs in it. And I don't want to pay for cable when I'm already paying for cable. So I got a Roku. And I can basically transport my cable TV anywhere I go with streaming, right? So I'm going to buy all my new Rokus on Black Friday, or I'm going to wait for the Black Friday pre-Black Friday sale. That's better than the Black Friday sale. And that's what Walmart's trying to do. They're trying to get my money. They're trying to get your money. Because they know there's people like There's people who will wait for that 30 to 50% off. Buy one, get one free. BOGO. I hate I hate terms like BOGO. Like, you know what they call um, streaming services? Like Netflix, it's OTT. I'm like, what is that? Over the top? That's terrible. I want to write a, a play that's just all, hey, I'm RB. Yep. Call me ASAP. I just want to like use all these bad mashups. There's not a person in this room who hasn't done that. I watched Anchorman the other day. What an amazing scene when he's on the bridge and he's eating his burrito and he throws his burrito out the window and it hits Jack Black, the motorcyclist. I'm in a glass case of emotion. So that scene comes right after this scene where he's in a glass cage of emotion. So he hits Jack Black with a burrito. It is laugh out loud funny to me. And Jack Black's like, you just ruined my motorcycle, dude. What do you love? I loved my motorcycle. And he goes, well, I love the, the jazz flute. I love scotch. And I love my dog, <laughs> Baxter. I love my dog, Baxter. So Jack Black picks up Baxter and punts him off the bridge. <laughs> Hilarious. Hilarious. I show that to my new puppy, saying, don't you pee on my carpet, because I'll punch you off a, a bridge. And the next day I'll be in a glass cage of emotion. So anyway, Walmart's aiming to create a convenient experience by offering a Black Friday version of its store map in a Walmart app directing shoppers to the location of the top deals. So you're now starting to use apps to get you to the best deals. It's pretty insane what's going on. So Black Friday is super important for Walmart. Amazon is starting to run out of growth. And how do I know that they're starting to run out of growth? Because they're giving away free shipping during the holidays. They're not making you pay for Prime. They're not saying $25 or more or $35 or more. So they're running out of growth. What does that tell you? The best days are probably behind it unless they keep reinventing themselves by doing things like acquiring Whole Foods. Anyhow, I'm Rob Black. You can learn more about what's in the mind of Mr. Rob Black by coming to the event in San Jose, California, November 17th is Saturday event. I don't do Saturday events and I always regret doing Saturday events because it's my weekend and that means a lot to me. But Two events, one on wealth accumulation and one on wealth preservation. You can learn more by going to Rob Black's show and use the code RADIO25 to sign up for Saturday in San Jose. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. Man, how could Anchorman 1 be so funny and Anchorman 2 be so horrific? Black. Black. Attorney General Jeff Sessions has resigned under pressure from Trump. Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the sexiest Supreme Court justice ever. 85 years old, I believe. Is that right? She 85? Yeah, she fell yesterday and broke a couple ribs. And the Supreme Court, if you're conservative, you're salivating. You're like, retire, retire, die, retire, die. We want to put another justice on who's a Republican. But now it's going to be a little bit more problematic. 
now that a lot of Democrats got voted into office in the midterm elections. But that's big business. I see everything as business, just so you know. Uh, Facebook's portal video chat device, not going to ease your privacy concerns. Facebook's taking a page out of some of the other tech companies like Google who are opening a store inside of a store. They're, they're opening little mini stores for the holiday season inside Macy's. I don't, I don't want to own Facebook hardware. It's weird because I don't mind owning Apple hardware and software, but that idea just doesn't appeal to me. Anyhow, um, what else should I throw out there? Warren Buffett owns DeVita. And you probably heard a little bit about Prop 8 in the United States or in California. I, I don't know. If, if you listen to the show, you know I'm in California, right? And uh, they do dialysis. They clean your blood. And DeVita shares soared yesterday, and then they, they tanked a little bit today. Um, they reported third quarter earnings and revenue that missed expectations. They're basically a for-profit healthcare center that's helping the healthcare system hospitals by letting you go to dialysis without going to a hospital. So you're going to a, uh, a dialysis clinic, per se, if that makes sense. And California came up with an idea. Maybe we should cap how much they make, which, for the record, I think is a horrific idea. Um, because maybe I should cap what you make, right? So what do you work at Facebook? Uh, you're an engineer. You came up with the hottest new product ever. I think you should make 150000 Why? Because I'm a politician in California, and I, I think that that sounds about right. I, there's a farmer in, in Minnesota who, he only makes fifty. so I think you should only make 100 more than him. That's kind of the idea. Or should they be reinvesting the profits or not? I don't like it when government tells us what to do. So I don't think I'm really a Republican or a Democrat. I think I'm kind of let the markets decide kind of person. So DeVita is in the business of cleaning blood. Americans have kidney problems, and they're going to get worse and worse as we get fatter and fatter, and we eat things that have artificial everything in them, right? Get in my belly! So if you didn't know about DeVita, now you do. And if it's good enough for Warren Buffett to own, it's probably good enough for me. He's the greatest investor of all time. Can you take away one lesson a day? If you take away one lesson a day, let it be, he did okay. He did okay investing in companies. When, when, I, when I became a parent, I was like, I want to give my kids companies that, that are great companies. And the best person you can model that after is Warren Buffett because he's an old man. Old man Buffett's like old man, old lady Ginsburg. He's been doing it for a long time. So when he found a cash cow, and he likes cash cows. Who doesn't like cash cows? How do you do that? I just said the word cash cow. I didn't tell my producer I was going to say the word cow. Sorry. And within like one-tenth of a second, he's playing a cow sound effect. I don't know if you out in the audience appreciate that, but man, do I. That's good stuff. Wow. I don't like that sound effect. That's the one I don't like. That's better. That's better. So don't make me fire you. That's enough. Put down the mic. There you go. At one point in time, in radio, there's not a lot of money left in radio. There's not a lot of money left in TV. Like, I put on my own makeup in TV, and everyone's like, you put on your own makeup? That's right. And, you know, sales are the lifeblood of everything. But when podcasts came out and YouTube came out and Facebook came out, there's so many people that need salespeople. So a lot of money is left, uh, the industry, to say the least. But I used to call my producers by numbers. I never learned their name because I knew they weren't going to last very long. But Mike is wonderful at what he does. So Buffett owns DeVita, and it's a cash cow. And I like cash cows. All he cares about, cash doesn't lie. It's it's one of the top... It's. As a financial statement, as a guy, I've read, I, I'm guessing, 300,000 financial statements in my lifetime. And one of the things I look for is cash from operations, funds from operations, FFO. 
I know you're saying now you're talking dirty, sexy stock talk. Whoa. I know, right? Stock talk with Rob Black. Black. But when you're trying to study stocks, you... Earnings can lie, right? How much did you tell the IRS you made last year? And let's let's just say you you went and you gave some clothes to Goodwill, and you're like, I bet, and it's like three pairs of of, of jeans. I bet that's probably worth five thousand dollars. So you tell the IRS I donated five thousand dollars, and you write it off your taxes, right? But it really wasn't five thousand, and that's why cash can't lie. If I were to show you my bank statement, you'd be like, Wow, it's big. Look at that big. Whoa, I've never seen a bank account that big. Oh, my, my, my. Cash doesn't lie. But I could tell someone, like, oh, this was the best. When I got to San Francisco, I, the game that I had was I owned a company. The game that other guys had, sometimes they'd go to, like, Vegas and my friends, and they'd put COO of Google on their business cards. So they'd meet someone at a bar and say, oh, I'm the CEO. Because who knows the COO of Google? No one. But if you're like, I'm a top executive at Google, people are like, wow. So if we can lie about revenue, we can lie about earnings, you can't lie about cash. So Buffett likes cash cows. Coca-Cola is a cash cow. Apple is a cash cow. Warren Buffett likes Apple. You know why? They can basically finance their own debt, but they can also get debt and, and, and service it. It's like, whoa, that's pretty cool. Anyhow, I'm running out of uh, landing room to get off to get this segment down. Tesla shares a rally, and they named a new board member. Tesla named Robin Denholm, currently CFO at Australian telecom operator Telstra. I don't know a lot about Australian telecoms. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't know a lot about Australian telecoms. So they named her as its new board chair. She takes over the board after CEO and founder Elon Musk was forced to step down from his role as chairman of the board as part of its settlement with the Securities Exchange Commission. So she's got a nice resume. Kind of nice to see another... I mean, this, this has got to be the year. I, what, I, what I saw in Congress at midterms and how many women were elected, I'm really, really proud of Americans, both Republicans and Democrats. Um, so the electric car maker Tesla chooses a woman uh, who's a CFO at an Australian telecom company to basically be their board, uh, head of the board. And I think that's kind of nice and it's kind of refreshing. She's got extensive experience in both tech and auto industries and has made significant contributions as a Tesla board member over the past four years. So she was, she was an insider I'm not going to say she was groomed because Elon Musk, which I started thinking about Elon Musk because my job is to think for you. So you can go raise your ugly kids. You can go on a honeymoon with your, your spouse and you can show your fat, hairy bodies to everyone you want to show your fat, hairy bodies to. That's fine. Um, so I'll do the financial thinking for you. And I was thinking about Elon Musk and I'm like, I wonder if we got it all wrong. What if he's not that extravagant and that weird? He's just a younger CEO. Like I grew up and I, I, I idolized my dad. My dad basically, uh, brought computers in the United States Army. He was a, um, a very tactical thinker when it came to implementing big projects. So I'm wondering if like maybe maybe Elon Musk smokes a little marijuana and that's like it, it's the norm now. Maybe he's a little bit goofy. Maybe he likes right, younger right, younger right. women. I, I grew up in a world where CEOs were like John Wayne. You didn't mess with them or they'd beat you up. I mean, my dad never beat me up, but he, he, he battered us. So he put us in, in milk and flour and eggs and he would batter us for sure. But he never beat us up. Lightly fried. It's okay. Ladies and gentlemen, do not batter your children. Do not put them eggs and milk and lovely, delicious flavorings. And now you know. So Tesla has a new board member, and that's kind of a big story right now. Buffett's DeVita teaches us about cash cows. Everything in the world I see somehow, some way ties back to money. Like oil is falling, 
Now, if you see a lot of inflation in the world right now, you're not seeing it in oil. Oil's in a bear market. So I'm starting to think about that. And I'm like, how are we in a bear market when we have so many jobs in the United Like things are rock and roll and they're not rock and roll in the rest of the world. Because oil doesn't tell a lot of lies. There's a little bit of supply and demand and there's a little bit of line from OPEC, which I think is probably, let's see if I can be incredibly racist and nationalist right now. Um, it's probably the most evil company in the world or the most evil conglomerate. If I were to come up with a James Bond villain, it could be OPEC. They control how much oil they give the rest of the world. Think about that for a second. If Apple were to say, I'm only going to make 10,000 phones this year, how much would they be able to charge for a phone? If Intel said, you know, and should you buy Intel? I was thinking about this the other day. Who makes CPUs? Intel and AMD? And that's about it. They make billions of dollars and we're just not impressed because they don't make it as fast as Apple does. So I would consider Intel because they make a lot of money on what they do. But they're also not OPEC. And OPEC, oil prices are falling and that'll create less inflation. I'll have a little bit more money in my pocket. I had to stop at a gas station today. Sometimes it's $100 to fill up. Sometimes it's $45 to fill up. I much prefer ones less because I have a little bit more money in my pocket. So there's a little bit of a goose coming for our economy with retail and holidays and a little bit of a goose with cheaper oil. But then I started thinking about it. I'm wondering if Saudi Arabia killed that journalist and they're trying to make a secret deal with President Trump to lower oil so he looks good. Oh, see, I do the thinking for you. I don't like where I'm going. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, more. Big seminar coming up in San Jose. Learn more about it. Listen to the commercials, robblackshow.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm showing my age. I really like Sting. And I'm showing like you a business lesson. His longevity is something to be in awe of. In the day and age of one-hit wonders, you're not seeing bands like, who is uh, Boy George? You're not seeing Boy George release music and selling out concerts in this day and age. Little culture club action, but when you get Sting, I mean, wow, what a portfolio. Maybe some of his new music isn't, isn't on par with what you're looking for, but the longevity is something that's impressive. So look for longevity of companies. I've been talking to a lot of people recently, and one woman was saying, I only get $10,000 a year on my million-dollar portfolio. I'm like, what? You are getting 1%? Now, stop and think about your home that you have that might be worth a million dollars or 500000 How much are you getting from the renters when all is said and done? Are you looking at those returns? Housing and being a landlord for the long term is a great idea. For the short term, it's kind of random. So longevity is something you should always think about. But you also got to start thinking about not only longevity, you got to start thinking about Things that happen out of the blue. We learned that 12 to 13 people died last night in a mass shooting in Thousand Oaks, California, killing 12 people. College night celebration. A deputy sheriff. That deputy sheriff's not coming home. 12 people aren't going home. That's insane. And it's it, it's random. So I talk about longevity and consistency and investing in companies like Coca-Cola and investing in companies like Warren Buffett does Apple. With Apple, you get a little bit of growth. Just a little bit. But some income. Just a little bit. Or you can go with an AT&T who gives you 5.6%, 6%. So a million dollars invested in AT&T would use just $60,000 a year. A million dollars invested in Apple gets you like 15000 in income. That's not much, but it's better than 1%. So you got to expose yourself to these things. and got to kind of see what longevity is all about and consistency. Last night, people went to a bar, Borderline Bar and Grill in Ventura, and people didn't come home. That's random. Random stuff will happen to your portfolio. Random stuff will happen in your life. Do you want to hear creepy? This is the 15th most most deadliest shooting in the United States history. 15th most deadliest mass shooting. And I'm like, eh, that doesn't compare to Vegas. 
listen to this. People at the bar last night, a lot of them were in Vegas at the concert where the shooting happened. Um, serial killers or mass killers or people who are unhinged, do they hate country music? It seems kind of random, right? Would you not go to a country music bar because of this? Or would you? I don't know. I don't know what thinking's like because I just live inside my home at this point in time. I don't go out much. But the shooting at the Borderline Bar and Grill, about 45 miles northwest of Los Angeles, a lovely community, left 13 people dead, including the gunman and police officer. 15th deadliest shooting in U.S. history. But a lot of the people at the bar had also been basically at that country festival in Vegas last year in October 2017 which was the deadliest shooting. A lot of people in the Route 91 situation, you know, go to country music. I can't imagine this. There's no words. There's no words. It's random. But when I come and pull this back to you and me in investing, you have to have an emergency fund. You have to have cash on hand so that you can survive bad situations because they're going to happen to you. Could you imagine being involved in the deadliest mass shooting in the U.S. history and then somehow being involved in the 15th deadliest mass shooting in the U.S. history, to hit that kind of bad luck. There was a guy who, who won in scratcher tickets. He won $600,000, $500,000 in a scratcher ticket. You know what he did? He bought two more tickets, and he won another $600 on the same day. I'm like, damn, how come I can't have that luck? Whoa. That's on the good side of luck. Mass shootings on the bad side of luck. You got to start thinking about worst case scenarios because it seems like they're happening on a regular basis. And I, I hate saying that. When I drive, I look for people who aren't good drivers. I'm not worried about my driving. I'm worried about other people's. And when you become a parent, you start thinking the same exact thing. I'm not worried about, you know, my kid. I'm worried about other kids. Anyhow, 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. I got a big event coming up in San Jose at the Rotary Center, downtown San Jose. It's November 17th. It's a Saturday. It's a good opportunity for you to come learn about wealth management in the afternoon is about wealth creation. You shouldn't come to both because you should be one or the other. And that's my opinion. You can go to robblackshow.com, listen to commercials, use code radio 25 to get in. But I'm going to be talking about housing and home construction exchange traded fund, ITB. I'm going to be talking about mistakes. I'm going to be talking about wealth accumulation. Housing seems to be under attack by the Federal Reserve right now. There's been a poll recently released where... Most Americans think it's a bad time to buy real estate. But is it if it's for the long term? Or are you afraid of making a mistake? Are you afraid of a financial disaster? Every time I buy a home, I, I, I almost instantly regret it. And then a year, two years, three years down the road, I'm like, oh, it, it was okay. But I think about it, right? So I'm looking at the iShares U.S. Home Construction Exchange Traded Fund, ITB. It's down 26% year to date. That's grim. That's grim. And I see it as an opportunity. Is it something I'm looking for? I'm looking at right now. Higher mortgage rates and raw material costs are two big issues raising on housing sentiment. Everyone loves sentiment. That's my play on everyone loves cinnamon. Commercially here, ad nauseum. Um, I love berry cinnamon, but my tagline probably would not be everyone loves cinnamon. But I love berry. I love what he does. Home prices had their smallest year over year gain in 20 months. We'll be talking about this and more. Don't be shy. We'll talk about it in the event. Tony Mendez is showing up to the event in San Jose at the Rotary Center on November 17th. Talking about investing in real estate. A good idea, a bad idea. Short term, it's always going to feel like a disaster, I think. Long term, you'll look back and you'll say, pretty good idea. You can meet Tony by going to com. You can find me at the seminar on the 17th in San Jose. 
Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.